I want to talk about the seductive narcissist and how they differ from other narcissists. So a seductive narcissist, unlike other extreme types of narcissists, they're the ones that manipulate you by making you feel good about yourself. So they, they use their like flirtiness and sexual energy to, it can be to seduce you, but they make you feel good about yourself. Um, at first, this person may appear to admire you or even idealize you. But the goal here is to make you feel the same way about yourself so that this person can use you. So it's they use seduction to manipulate you. And it's very, very manipulative. And this person does it just to get their way. And when you're under the spell of this type of narcissist, it can feel like, you know, you're walking on cloud nine. Um, but you're really being manipulated. So what are the signs that you're in a relationship with a sexual narcissist? I mean, a, a narcissist is defined as, as having a grandiose sense of self, but a sexual narcissist is defined by having a grandiose sense of one's sexual prowess. So they're very sexual, they're very flirtatious. They use every ounce of their sexuality to manipulate people. And this entitles him or her to engage in the acts of emotional and physical manipulation at the other person's expense. And sexual narcissism is marked by a lack of true intimacy in the relationship. There's not real intimacy in the relationship. There's just a... It's a game of like seduction and you're being seduced, but then there's real no intimacy. You're really being exploited to fulfill the narcissist needs. You see, the thing is, narcissists are really stunted children. If you think of like a two-year-old in the body of like a 30 or 40 or 50-year-old, they're stunted children. They're not mature adults. So... You know, think of like a two-year-old seducing you to get candy or to get a toy. You know, like a little toddler will smile at you or giggle. That's what the sexual narcissist is doing. But they're not doing it because they love you. They're get, they're doing it because they're they want you to do something for them, and they or they they do it because they want you to buy something for them, or they want you to there's some ultimate goal that you're manipulating you're being manipulated to doing for them and you don't even realize that that's the hard part and that's why it's so confusing so how do you know that your partner is a sexual narcissist so here are some tall tale signs 
While many people may occasionally be guilty of some of the following behaviors, a pathological sexual narcissist tends to dwell habitually in several of these traits. They're charming and romantic, but with a catch. You know, some people can be romantic and some people can be charming. That does not mean that they're a sexual narcissist. There is a difference. Sexual narcissists can come across as alluring and attractive, especially during the initial stage of the relationship when they're trying to win you over. Think of them as like a master salesperson. They use their charisma to get your attention. They use flattery to make you feel special. But then they use seduction, flirting, and gifts, and dinners, and getaways to lift you off your feet. And the persuasion to get you to give them what they want. So, you know, there's like different stages to this whole, I don't even call it a relationship. They use different tactics. You know, if you think of like a salesperson, you know, the salesperson will use different tactics to get you to buy a car. Um, You know, the salesperson doesn't even necessarily like you, but they will flatter you. They will compliment you because their ultimate goal is for you to get you to buy the car. Why? Because they get a commission. They're not flattering you because they like what you wear. They're not flattering you because they want to be your friend. They're flattering you because they're manipulating you so that you will buy the car so they will get the commission. It's very, it's as simple as that. And that's the way narcissists work. They're some sexual narcissists, you know, they... They use this tool to impress you, to entrap you, and to manipulate you. It's very simple. But you don't even see it. And while there's nothing inherently wrong with being charming or romantic or even let's say, a good lover or romantic partner, the narcissist crafts these traits in order to use people. They do this in order to use others. He or she is not really interested in you, just like the, the, the salesperson that I just described. They're not really interested in you, but only what you but only what he or she can extract from you. And often this is to fulfill an inner emptiness due to the inability to create true intimacy. You know, you think of narcissists, they they have like an empty hole inside of them. You think of them as, I think of them as heartless. You think of like a narcissist as they never grew a heart. They don't have a heart. So they manipulate other people to get either material objects, to get 
material things or to get money and it's to fill that empty void that's inside of themselves and I think of it as the heart that they never grew some people have a heart obviously otherwise they wouldn't be alive but there's this empty there's an, an emptiness inside of them and this is due to the inability to create true intimacy So they also use an excessive focus on performance and approval. Pathological narcissists often have an inflated sense of self. You know, they're above everyone. They think that they're better than everyone else. You know, they're not about team or being part of the group or members. They think that they're above everyone else, like the toddler. Toddlers only care about themselves. They crave approval, and yet they're highly sensitive to criticism. And, you know, this is the irony, you know, for some narcissists. There's there's this ironic, you know, they think that they're above everyone else. But oftentimes it's very hard for a narcissist to perform in bed. That's the irony. They're all about performance and approval, but it's not uncommon to find a narcissistic man that just can't get it up. And that's because they don't have the true self-esteem. You know, they're always taking it from someone else. You know, in the initial phase of meeting someone, they seek to impress and win you over. But it's all this fake facade. You know, they're the used car salesmen. You know, and a lot of these people, if you think of them as like an actor or actress... It's a performance that they're putting on. They're just mere acting to get something from you. And if you're on the receiving end of the sexual narcissist showmanship, you're playing a role as well. And oftentimes the expected role is to validate and worship the narcissist. Because in their mind, they're the omnipotent God And so they expect you to to validate them and to tell them how great they are. A lot of people, I, I, I won't say a lot, all people with addictions are narcissists, whether it's alcoholics or drug problems, all of them are are considered narcissists. You know, and they have an excessive focus on the physical over emotional. You know, their style of love is often focused on appearance and image. You know, and there's this like critique on flaws and weaknesses. 
and when when these sexual narcissists have sex it's less about connecting and more about just measuring up to an idealized expectations so it's really not about a real relationship and usually the narcissists are the ones to treat to cheat to cheat and have affairs What's missing in their relationships is just genuine genuine human emotions. The love part of love is missing. And again, it goes back to that like there's this emptiness inside of them, and I really think that it's like their heart is missing. They have like this chip that's missing. The love and caring and tenderness is just not there. Which is why they're able to just use people. They use and abuse and toss people away as if they're Tuesday's garbage. And these qualities, you know, the love and compassion and tenderness, vulnerability, these are qualities that can only come from the heart. Ironically. And... This is one other uh, other one. You exist to serve the narcissist's needs. You know, it's almost like when you get in a relationship with the narcissist, the narcissist makes you like their parent. You serve their needs. Like, again, a narcissist is like a toddler. You're there to take care of them, to serve their needs. Now, after the initial courtship period during which he or she tries to impress and to please you, the sexual narcissist will begin to demand that you cater to them and their needs, and you are expected to be on call. And they become very demanding and controlling. Again, go back to if they feel like a toddler. They're like a toddler in in an adult body. And they constantly put you down. You know, narcissists are not happy people, one. You know, they're not going to compliment you and tell you how great you are or how special you are or how nice you look. They are going to cut you down. You know, there's a saying that some people try to be tall by cutting off the heads of other people. In order to put up a facade of superiority and disguise their hidden insecurities and inadequacies, these narcissists will constantly put other people down. So pay attention. If, you're, if you have lunch with someone or if you're around your spouse or a friend and they're constantly putting other people down, that's a red flag. That's a red flag that tells me that you're with a narcissist because a healthy person is not going to constantly put other people down. People that put other people down are doing it to make themselves feel better because they're insecure and because they feel inadequate. You know, narcissists also target their partners and they ridicule them, they blame them, they shame them, 
you know, and over time it becomes narcissistic abuse. The narcissist is an abusive person. And by subjecting the partner to an inferiority, you know, just constant ridicule and positioning them in this psychological abusive situation, the narcissist is able to exercise a greater degree of dominance and manipulation. It's really, really toxic. And over time, the partner will be whittled away, if not destroyed completely. And that's why, you know, oftentimes in therapy, the patients who come in, they're not the narcissist. The people that come in for therapy are usually the people that have experienced the narcissistic abuse. They're the ones that have experienced the degrading, the putting down, the ridicule by a narcissistic, usually it's by a narcissistic parent or spouse. So these are some of the tactics that a narcissist do. Like when you don't give them what they want, this is how they, these are some of the things that they do. Anger, ridicule, tantrums, passive aggressive, the cold shoulder, silent treatment, withhold of love and affection, sarcasm, calculated separation, emotional coercion, which is blame, guilt tripping, calling the partner ungrateful, Withholding love and intimacy. You know, none of these are, are responses from those of a mature, responsible adult. You know, these are behavior patterns of a petulant child or a bully. And people that treat you poorly or neglect you that they're not an adult chances are they're a narcissist and the sexual narcissist will use you for their own needs and they'll disapprove of you emotionally as soon as his gratification is met and you're left hanging you you probably feel lonely empty belittled you know, there's no genuine intimacy conveyed. That's because there's no real love. And then the next time the narcissist contacts you again, the next time, you know, he will want you craving and satisfying him or her. One key signal that distinguishes a sexual narcissist from, from someone who's not, who's not, is here, is how he or she treats you when you're not having sex. You know, there's various studies and authors have linked sexual narcissism with infidelity. Domestic violence, there's a link between male sexual narcissism and domestic violence. 
sexual addiction. One study suggests that sexual addiction is a reflection of sexual narcissism. Participants rated higher for sexual narcissism are also more likely to engage, engage in acts of infidelity. I think it's important to learn, you know, what a narcissist is so that when people are dating or if they get divorced and they start dating, they know what to look for. Because after you've been in a relationship with one, it's really hard to get out of. There's different strategies and skills you can utilize to help restore health and balance and respect in your life. But again, it's like narcissists are like two-year-olds. So if you're with one, you're dealing with a child. And they're, they're difficult to deal with. They're difficult to get rid of. They're difficult to get divorced from. They're just difficult people. They're really good at reeling you in. They're really good at manipulating you and kind of roping you in. They're really difficult to get rid of. That's the issue. 